Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. Aunt Mary Lane sat in the little pickup truck in front of the Wakefield Public Library waiting for her niece Peggy. It was pleasant sitting in the sun, but as she looked across to the square where some children were playing on the grass, Aunt Mary's thoughts were troubled. It's strange. That letter Angus received from someone about Bill's case. I wonder who sent it. Who it was Angus saw. Those insinuations about Kit might have some basis. But just the same, I understand why Bill dislikes the idea of using them as evidence. Even though he's so anxious to get custody of his son, to have to make statements like that about the baby's mother, about Kit, it goes against his brain. When he asked my advice, it was difficult to tell him just how I felt. I didn't want to influence him one way or the other. And yet, I felt the same way he did. I hope I didn't advise him wrongly, though. I wanted to be impartial, not to think of Peggy's happiness in connection with it at all. Regardless of how Bill feels about Peggy, even knowing the child stands between them, he had to do what was right from his standpoint. Besides, it may not be true about Paul Cromwell and Kit in California. One can't be sure. There might be something we don't know. It isn't fair to... Good morning, Mary. Oh, Oh, Ben. Well, how do you do? I'm afraid I startled you. That's all right. I was just uh, thinking. Yes, and where do you work? I have an idea. I know what you're thinking, too. Have you, Ben? I've been intending to call you, Mary. Wanted to have a little talk with you. Really? What did you want to talk about? Several things. Well, I should think this is as good a time as any. Peggy's inside, picking out some books. Mary, when are you going to learn not to mix up in other people's lives? I'm afraid, Ben, I don't quite know what you mean. I think you do. You're always giving advice. Telling people what to do. Occasionally, I do. When they ask me. Well, if people can't solve their own problems without running to you... Everyone has to solve his own problems for himself, then. But if they ask my advice... All right, all right. It's not my business to butt in, except where my own family and I are affected. But when you begin mixing up in my affairs, I think I have a right to object. And I do object, Mary. Most emphatically. I see that you... I don't need to tell you what I'm referring to, either. I'm talking about this mix-up between Bill Mead and Kit. That fine ex-son-in-law of mine hasn't the sense to make the decisions he's made. I've detected your fine Italian hand in it all along, Mary. Have you? Now, you listen here. If you're really a friend of that young fool, Bill Mead, you'll advise him to give up this insane notion of his, trying to 
get custody of that grandson of mine. He'll only make himself a lot of trouble if he persists. You uh, seem to forget, Ben, that the baby isn't only your grandson. He's Bill's son. As to my having anything to do with his decision, I'll confess he discussed it with me. But you're wrong if you believe I tried to influence Nonsense. I know very well he wouldn't dream up such a scheme on his own. After we won the case, Kit was awarded custody. Now, that day in court, it was perfectly clear even Angus McKillop realized they hadn't a thing on their side. Perhaps he did feel that way at the time. Sometimes the picture changes. What's there to change? Nothing's happened. Then, if you want to know what's going on, you've come to the wrong person. I couldn't give you any information. Why don't you see Bill's attorney? See Angus and have a talk with him. If anyone knows, he does. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'll see that red-headed Ichabod Crane and have it out with him once and for all. If he thinks he can make a fool out of me, he's got another thing coming. McKillop, I want to have a talk with you. Ben Calvert, hey, bless my soul. Sit down, Ben. <laughs> I've been expecting you. What do you mean, you've been expecting me? I just decided to come up five minutes ago. Yeah, maybe so. But I'd look for you in the next few days. I knew you'd come storming up with blood in your eye. <laughs> here you are, as big as life. Sit down, sit down. Now, you look here, McKillop. I'm looking, Ben Calvert. I can't say it's a pretty sight. You look like a man who spotted the Loch Ness Monster personally, and you can't find anyone who'll believe you. Hey, simmer down, man. Mind your blood pressure. I'm not excited. You know why I've come here, McKillop. I'm sick and tired of all this meddling, this prying into my affairs. It's got to stop. And how do you propose to stop it, pray tell? If you're talking about your ex-son-in-law, and I believe you are... You know very well I am. All right, man, all right. But you're smart enough to know you're barking up the wrong tree. You're Bill's attorney, aren't you? Exactly. Now, you're a powerful man in this town, Ben Calvert. I grant you that. But you're not all powerful. You can't stop a lad from hiring himself an attorney. No, I can't. But I can tell any fool who takes over such a case that it's a waste of his time. Well, now, Ben Calvert, that's the that's question. But it's plain as day. You haven't a hope of winning the case. You ought to know that. If you're so sure we'll lose, what brings you up here? Bursting in like a man with his cocktails on fire. I'll tell you what brings me here. I want peace in my family. That daughter of mine's been through as much as she can stand. She's got her divorce. My grandson's in my home, and we can all settle down. That is, we could settle down. But between you and Bill Mead and Mary Lane, you're determined to stir up trouble. It's senseless. That's what makes me boil. You haven't a leg to stand on. No, 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 no. You're letting yourself get all hot under the car again. All right. Mm. But I can't for the life of me see why you took the case in the first place. I've never liked you, McKillop. Uh, the feeling's mutual, you know. But I thought you at least had the sense you were born with. And just a mate more possibly, eh, Ben? Yeah, I'll tell you. It's true, I was somewhat doubtful about the outcome when I took over the case, but I did it for the lad's sake. Because, you you see, we differ in our opinions regarding your daughter's ex-husband. I'm fond of the lad. You don't know him like I do. But the truth is, the longer I work on it, the more I look into matters, the more interested I've become. There are several developments in the case which might surprise you. Developments? Surprise you're bluffing. Well and good. That's what you think. But I'll tell you something else. If your purpose in coming here today was to scare me off and 
taught me how to handle in the lad's case where you failed. Why, by the Lord, Harry, the longer I talk to you, the more I itch to get at it. Well, if you do, you're making a mistake of your life. And don't come around later and tell me that you... You're... Uh, I'll tell you nothing, Ben Calvert. Now or later. Except that you're wasting your breath. All right, then. I've warned you. Very generous it was of you, too, I'm sure. I know you did it only out of the great goodness of your heart. It's a pity I can't pin a medal on you for your good works. Instead, I'll reward you with a bit of information. Regarding your son-in-law's suit for custody of his son, it might be well for you to prepare yourself for some action. It'd be wise to round up that smooth lawyer of yours from Chicago in his fine hand-painted cravats. Because, my fine buckle, the petition to reopen the case will be filed today. Aunt Mary did a very wise thing today, sending Ben Calvert to see Bill's attorney. Nothing was more certain to bring out the fighter in Angus McKillop than a challenge like this from a man he heartily distrusted. Yes, Aunt Mary, your faith in Angus is more than justified. The inevitable clash between the two men has given the red-headed Scotsman just the drive he needed as Bill Mead's suit for custody of his baby son begins.